This show is called the Money, Love, and Freedom Podcast. And it's been a little while since we talked about what freedom actually is. Like, what was the purpose behind this show? And what are we actually fighting for when we call each other freedom fighters? So that's what we're going to talk about in this episode. We're going to go back to the beginning and talk about what is freedom? Like, what does it really mean? And how do we get it? How do we actually achieve the freedom that we want, whether it's time, money, or freedom in thought? By the end of this episode, you're going to know exactly how to do just that. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Money, Love, and Freedom Podcast, where you'll develop the mindset and skills to create a life of total abundance, from business and health to wealth and love. Discover what it takes to live a life of freedom on your terms. And now, your host, Coach George Wang. What's up, Freedom Fighter, and welcome to another episode of the Money, Love, and Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Coach George Wang, helping you to sell more, serve more, and live better. And today, I don't know if you want to call this a recap episode or like going back to the basics type of episode, but I want to talk about freedom, right? Because the show is called Money, Love, and Freedom. But like, what do I actually mean? What is freedom and how do we get it? Because again, this is what the show is all about. But I don't want us to lose touch because we haven't talked about for a while, like what is the actual freedom we're going after? And here's why I'm doing this episode. I'm getting this sense lately through, I don't know if you want to call it the political climate or the societal climate, but I'm getting this sense that people are starting to believe that freedom is something that everyone is entitled to. Now, if everyone is entitled to it, I would ask, by who? Like, who entitles it? Who's granting us this freedom? Because I think people think that, you know, freedom is is like this passive thing. It's like a thing that we get, like a piece of paper or like a stick of gum. And it's passive. And it's something that's just granted to us because we were born by the government, God, the universe, whatever. But if it's this passive thing, this thing called freedom then why do we have to fight for it? Why did the colonials in 1776 have to create the Declaration of Independence and then fight England for our freedom from them? Why did we as a country enter World War II, send thousands of troops over into Europe and fight for the freedoms of the Jewish people, of all the other European countries, that were being, you know, tyrannically punished and and persecuted by the Nazi regime and Hitler. Why did we need to tear down the Berlin Wall? And closer to home, why did the Chinese people have to fight so much for their freedom from the communist rule of Mao Zedong? Here's the thing. Freedom is not some passive thing that you receive. Freedom is a state. It's a state of being, whether individually or on a societal level. And it's a state that you constantly have to fight for. And that's why you're a freedom fighter. You're fighting for your own 
personal freedom, your financial freedom, your freedom of time, your freedom of thought, freedom to be who you want to be, live where you want to live, do what you want to do. That's what you are fighting for, your personal freedom. And if you really, I want you to really think for a second, think deep. How free are you actually living? Because a lot of people, even though they think they live free, they're not. A lot of people live their lives conforming to the societal norms of whatever locality they live in, like whatever society they live in, the friends they have, the people they're around, the family they have. Is that free? Having to dictate your life by the people around you? Do you dress a certain way? Do you act a certain way? Do you hold yourself back from making a certain income or starting a certain business because of your friends? Maybe they tell you, oh, it's okay, you know, don't be reasonable, right? That's too hard for you. Or are you staying in a career you don't like? That you even hate because, oh, they pay me okay. Is that freedom? Are you living somewhere you don't want to live because of family? And don't get me wrong, I understand family. We all love our family, we all want to be close to them. But are you living somewhere you don't want to live because of them? Are you scared to leave your friends for somewhere new, somewhere where you might know anybody, not know anybody? Is that freedom? None of that is freedom. Because if any of that is true in your life, then you're living in a prison that's called fear. Fear of rejection, fear of disappointment, fear of making a mistake, fear of failing, being stupid, fear of being a failure, all kinds of fears. But regardless, if you're living in this state, you're living in a prison, which is not freedom. I want you to be very, very clear about that. So how do you break out of this prison? Number one, if you want to break out of this prison of fear, then number one, or whatever prison you want to call it, right? Then the first thing is you have to know and remember that you are not entitled to anything. If, you know, if you're one of those people that think you're entitled to something, stop that shit because you're not. Entitlement is actually the number one prison you can ever find yourself with to believe that somebody owes you something for something. Yes, I said that right. <laughs> um, to give you an example, I know of, uh, 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 I don't know if it's all Native American tribes, but I definitely know of this particular Native American tribe uh, that they get $1,500 a month. They're in quote unquote entitled to this $1,500 a month stipend from the government because they're Native American. And sure, hundreds and hundreds of years ago, the colonials, at least to some groups of Native Americans, did some pretty bad shit. I'm not denying that. But now, the government is sending them $1,500 a month. And now this group believes that they're quote-unquote entitled to it. And because they're entitled to it, they would not do anything to jeopardize this. And by the way, if they marry somebody who is not Native American, then their children lose this $1,500 stipend. So they're imprisoned. So they're so fearful, so scared of losing this $1,500 that they imprison themselves and they're only marrying other people within their own tribe. 
Think about this for a second. Does that sound like freedom or does it sound like we created a prison for them? I don't think that's very fair. I think it's very, very, you know, I don't know if you want to call it unfair or unjust to think that they couldn't go out and earn way more than that on their own. If instead of giving a 1500 we educated them, taught them business, taught them technology, created schools for them within their reservations to help them go out in the world and earn way more than $1,500 a month. But that's not what we do as a society. We just gave them $1,500 a month so that we could feel better about ourselves. So we can feel appeased like, oh shit, as a country, we did some bad stuff to you guys. Here's $1,500 a month. Now my conscience is cleared. How selfish is that? If you yourself think you deserve more money just because you've been doing your job longer than anyone else, or that the government owes you something, or society owes you something, then you're in a prison. Because you're going to keep going after whatever it is that you believe you're entitled to, instead of going out fighting for what you actually want and what you actually deserve. Because guess what? Most of the time, what someone has in store for you, what you quote-unquote are entitled to, is much less than you're actually capable of having, being, or doing. I know this other person who got very sick when she was young. Uh, it's not a very bad sickness. It's actually very, very livable, but a very it's a chronic sickness, meaning a chronic sickness is something that pretty much stays with you for a very long time. But it's not a deadly sickness. I know at least 10 other people with the same sickness, and they all live very productive lives. Some of them are middle managers at very large companies. One in particular I know of is a very good entrepreneur, and he makes a ton of money. But there's this one person who... She believes that because she had the sickness since she was young, she's entitled to something. It's that victimhood mentality like, oh, this happened to me when I was young. Oh, poor me. Somebody owes me something. The world, the universe owes me something. Here's the deal. If something happened to you, you are not a victim of anything. I want you to get really, really clear about this. Just through the sheer fact of statistics and numbers, it's got to happen to somebody. I, if you don't remember, I have a, I also have a chronic kidney disease called membranous nephritis. I also have my right lung removed because there was a tumor on it. Was that someone out to get me? Am I a victim of someone? Being a victim insinuates that there's a perpetrator. But who's, who, who am I to blame this? The universe? God? This particular person, though, because she feels that she was entitled to something because this was unfair or unjust, she kept fighting, not even fighting, she kept just believing that she was entitled to it. And you know what she has now? Not very much, right? Never got out and went for a job on her own. Never learned to do anything marketable in, in the marketplace. And to this day, she hasn't made a dollar to her own name. It's very sad. It's a very smart person, very, very smart person. Very, very capable person too, in my opinion. But she just lived in this mentality that held her back. So don't be like any of these groups. Instead, go out and fight for what you want. That's how to get freedom. Go out and fight for it. Do not depend on anyone else. That does not mean don't collaborate with others. Okay, You can and you do need to work with other people. There is no such thing as a successful person who is quote-unquote self-made. There were always other people involved. 
So you can collaborate with people. You need to collaborate with other people, but don't depend on them. Meaning if one person or one company you're working with falls through, go find someone else. Don't become a victim. Oh no, they did this to me. This was so bad. No, you keep pushing. One door closes, you go knock on another. You just keep fighting. You keep pushing. You keep moving. You do not stop. In the world of entrepreneurship, you cannot afford to waste time being a victim, to waste time being entitled to anything. The only thing that will get you to what you want, that freedom you want, is work. Hard work, smart work, doesn't matter, but it's work regardless. By the way, uh, a little off topic, you ever hear that saying, uh, work smart, not hard? I hear that all the time. Work smart, not hard. I hate that saying. It is a really, really stupid saying. And most of the people I know who say that are lazy as fuck. What they do is they'll say, oh, work smart, not hard. And what they'll do is they'll find a way to compress five hours worth of work and get it done in an hour. But then with those other four hours, they'll just do nothing. They'll just sit around watching YouTube because they found a way to quote unquote work smart. How about instead we work hard at working smart? That's a unique thought, isn't it? Find a creative way to do something. Work smart at it. And then work hard at leveraging that to its absolute maximum so that you can move on and do something better, something greater, and you keep moving forward. Because whether it's financial freedom, time freedom, freedom of thought, whatever freedom you want, you've got to know that you need to work for it. You have to fight for it. It's not granted to you by anyone. Here's kind of a morbid truth. The day you were born, the very, very first day of life for you, your death was sealed. That's the one constant among all humans. Sooner or later, we're all going to go. And this is something to get comfortable with, to own. Because then you'll realize you have a couple of choices in life. You can... Live in a prison, live your whole life in a prison. Imprisoned by living by however everyone else says you should live. And by the way, if that's what you want, if like if, if you legitimately just want to make everyone happy and that's what you want, that's totally fine as long as no one is actually holding you back. But if these people are live, holding you back, if those voices that say you have to do it like this or do it like that, they're holding you back and it's not what you actually want for your own life, then your other choice is to go out and fight for your freedom and work for your freedom. And by the way, you don't fight other people. You're not fighting other people. But you have to fight the doubt inside of yourself, the doubt in your own mind. You have to fight your own fears. Fight through your own limitations. That's what it means to be a freedom fighter. And that's the choice you need to make if you want to live a life of freedom on your terms. Thank you so much for listening this week. Again, today's show is just a reminder about what we stand for and what we believe for as freedom fighters. This is not a political movement. It's a movement 
to fight for each of our own freedoms, whatever that means for you specifically, whatever time freedom you want, whatever financial freedom you want, whatever relationship freedom, whatever thought freedom you want. It's about you fighting in your own life for your own freedom. And I'm so glad you're here as part of this movement. Let me know what your number one freedom you're after is, whether it's time, money, whatever it is. DM me at Coach George Wang on Instagram. Let me know what it is. And I can't wait to be back with you next week with an all new episode. Take care.